Hello and welcome to the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. I'm your host, John Rawl, and you have tuned us in here on a Friday, a feel-good Friday, and the first Friday in the month of November as we are cruising through the months here. Only one more month left before we flip the calendar over to 2019. And we'll be doing something a little bit different this weekend. We'll tell you about that momentarily. Hello there. We're going to talk a lot of news across the South in just a few. So we've got updates from all over, from politics to weather to we've got acting news. Johnny Depp did something in his native state of Kentucky this week we'll tell you about. And other fun stuff coming up in our headlines from across the region. Also this hour... General Gridiron is going to be checking back in. What's that old rascal up to this week? And what kind of picks does he have? Is he going to pick for LSU to pull the upset, get the win over Alabama Saturday night in Death Valley? What about Georgia-Kentucky? Big battle in the SEC East. And let's see, West Virginia is at Texas this weekend. There's even a really intriguing matchup in the Ivy League that the General is going to tell you about. All that in the General Gridiron portion of our show in just a few minutes here in hour one. And before we get out of here this hour, we'll rewind to an interview we did earlier this week in our Friday's flashback. And we don't have to go back far since it is November and you just celebrated Halloween this week. You're probably tired of seeing that pumpkin around the household. Well, we have the perfect place for that pumpkin to go. And at the end of this hour, we're going to tell you all about tomorrow's National Pumpkin Destruction Day going on in Georgia. So we'll have a rewind to our interview that we did on Thursdays, y'all, coming up in a little bit uh, in this hour. In hour two, we'll start it off with Friday Free for y'all, our great music. We'll have a a really good song we'll throw in there in the mix and tell you about it. Plus, we'll have hashtag color blue, and we'll get out of here this week with a look around the professional guys this weekend, what's going on in the NFL. And also, from Dixie with Love will be our conclusion for the week. So a lot of good stuff. If you want to reach us here, our number 803-816-1170. You can text that number any time of day, 24-7. It's 803-816-1170. And our website is y'all.com. Go there, get all of our past shows absolutely free. You can get our number, you can get our email address right there at the touch of your fingertip, y'all.com. All right, we start off our looking around what's going on in Dixie today with a little bit of a public service announcement. It's time to fall back, y'all. At 2 a.m., it will be the end of daylight savings time, and you need to push that clock back. I guess you get an extra hour of sleep on Sunday morning. That, That would be a good thing for most of us. So keep that in mind. When you go to bed Saturday night, don't party too hard. Remember to fall back. Now, what's funny about this year is in Florida, they actually voted earlier this year to not do the fallback thing. But that's not happening yet, as Rick Scott signed it into legislation. So if you're a Floridian, do not, well, I guess go ahead and push your clocks back this time. Going forward, the Sunshine Protection Act commits Florida to year-round daylight savings time But Congress has to allow it first. So that's actually the holdup. It's been sent off to Washington awaiting the approval in D.C. But probably this may be the last time Floridians have to fall back in their clocks. And so they'll have to observe 
the time change this weekend. Remember, Florida, one of those states in the south that has two time zones, both an eastern and central time zone. And is it uh, the Sewanee River? The, I think that's the dividing line between the eastern time zone and central time zone. If my if my memory serves me correctly, there's a, I know there's a sign on I-10. If you travel east and west on I-10 in Florida, you'll see the the demarcation line between eastern and central. Of course, very easy if you're going into Georgia or going into Alabama on an interstate like I-20 because that is the dividing line, the Georgia-Alabama line there. And let's see, Tennessee, it, it's got two different time zones. So does Kentucky. So, yeah, I guess Alabama-Georgia is the only definitive spot where the state line is the time zone. So... We got that going on. Don't forget. Remember, I know Saturday's going to be a busy day for a lot of you. You're going to be out watching football, maybe out raking leaves in the yard. Just don't forget that old clock needs to be set back. That was my biggest responsibility as a kid because of my height. I was always recruited to go help my grandmother get way up on the shelves and change her clocks and then for my mother as well. And if you if you only have to do it every six months, it's, it's not a bad gig, I'll be honest with you. Now, we had some bad weather move through the south on Wednesday night and Thursday, and unfortunately, we have at least two lives that have been lost because of the bad weather. In Texas, Waller County Sheriff's Deputy Lauren Vasquez, a 23-year-old on the force, died after her patrol car was overtaken by floodwaters and flipped, and officers couldn't get her out of the car in time, and she died as a result of that there in Texas. And in Mississippi, Jayla A. Gray, a student at Alcorn State University in Mississippi, a 19-year-old from Jackson, died when the car in which she was a passenger in was struck by a tree that had fallen across a highway near the town of Port Gibson in Mississippi, Port Gibson about 60 miles southwest of Jackson. So deaths in Texas and in Mississippi from this bad weather that came through the area as the storms causing causing problems in our part of the country. Mother Nature was not the cause of this accident, but a North Carolina police officer has died after his car hit a tree. Dallas, North Carolina police officer Travis Wells was killed Thursday morning. The North Carolina Highway Patrol said the 46-year-old was the only person involved in a wreck and was pronounced dead at the scene. And a trooper said the medical examiner will be needed to determine the cause of the accident, but added the wreck may have been caused by a medical issue. But another officer dying in the line of duty in North Carolina, and we just said the officer in Texas dying after her car was overtaken by rain in Texas. The state of Tennessee was successful last night in executing murderer Edmund Zagorski, and he was electrocuted at the prison in Nashville. For his final meal, he chose to eat pickled pig knuckles and tails and then died in the electric chair. His final words were, let's rock. The inmate was the 134th person in Tennessee to be put to death in more than 100 years and was the first inmate since 2007 to have died via electric chair. Zagorski was sentenced for the killing of two men during an April 1983 drug deal. A woman in North Carolina who's accused of threatening black women and saying on video, quote, I'm white, I'm beautiful, I'm hot. Well, she got in a little trouble for calling 911, and now the Charlotte-Mecklenburg Police Department 
is looking for this woman, 51-year-old Susan Jane Westwood, and they're having a hard time getting in touch with her. So if you know Susan Jane Westwood, who's got a video out all over social media with her kind of uh, statement of, I'm white, I'm beautiful, I'm hot, and, and not very positive in her approach of these women who lived at the same apartment complex that she lived in South Charlotte, and now she's in a little bit of hot water, and she's not around when they are trying to, I guess, serve her with some kind of warrant or something like that. But yeah, you got to be careful. And it looked like she may have had a little fun the night that this video was shot of her in Charlotte. And I'm just guessing that's the case, or maybe this is her normal demeanor. But yeah, she was uh, she was a little electric there. And I'll be honest, if you're going to be that way, it's not smart in today's world. And it's certainly not smart to have a video going of you when you're acting this way. She's been fired, by the way, from her job. And now she's missing and could be facing some charges. White, beautiful, and hot. Uh, let's two. Uh, let's see. Uh, one of those we can prove. Yes, you're white. The beautiful and the hot thing is certainly arguable. Joe Manchin, the senator from the state of West Virginia, his social media account was hacked just hours before a Senate debate that he had this week, and that is not what you want to have just a few days away from the election in on November 6th, and he was notified that his social media accounts associated with his official office had been hacked. The accounts have since been secured. Manchin and his staff are working with state and federal law enforcement officials to prevent further hacking and secure all accounts. I don't have what actually was maybe the sign that they had been a hack, but these people all over the world really capable of getting in there and causing mayhem. Well, that's what happened to Joe Manchin. He's got a big election on Tuesday as he's being challenged by Republican Patrick Morrissey in the Mountain State in a very close race. President Trump's been there campaigning on behalf of Morrissey. And Manchin, of course, is a guy who is a Democrat but voted in favor of Kavanaugh for Supreme Court justice last month. So we have... A lot to be on the lookout for in West Virginia and other states come election night, and and that one's going to be a close one. A home that was tipped over by Hurricane Michael in Florida has now been tipped back to its proper place thanks to a pack of Jeep Wranglers. See, those things indeed have a real purpose. This happened to a family in Panama City whose mobile home was tipped over by the incredible winds from the hurricane, and the structure was was totaled but the owner, Derek Clifton, had been quoted $12,000 to have it righted and removed. And when he heard about this, he had a better idea. He got in touch with the Bay Area Jeep Association, of which he's a member. And they've been in the area helping drag trees out of the way. And these dozen or so Wrangler owners came to the rescue. And sure enough, they got the house back in a way that the homeowner can now go to the next step. But what a cool thing they got a video of it going of these dozen jeeps in action and it helped the man keep from having a twelve thousand dollar bill to have his mobile home rolled back and removed after hurricane michael so some some good news coming from such an awful storm that hit the florida panhandle you better watch what you say if you're going to be around hot springs arkansas because a 77 year old democrat has slapped a republican congressman supporter at a polling place. 
Yeah, this happened this week in Garland County, and the Republican congressman supporter was there, and this Democrat slapped him and has now been arrested. It happened on the first day of early voting at Faith Fellowship Church. Well, that wasn't very, wasn't very Christian of you to do that, 77-year-old. All right, settle down there in Hot Springs. Johnny Depp, the actor known all over the world, Mr. Pirates of the Caribbean, his hometown is Owensboro, Kentucky. And Johnny Depp has a horse farm in Kentucky, and he's just relisted this horse farm with a lower asking price after managers rejected an offer for the 42-acre property. It's called Betty Sue's Family Farm, and it's named in honor of Johnny Depp's late mother. It's listed for $1.6 million, which is well below the $2.9 million price that Depp wanted when it was first up for auction in August of 2017. The farm is near the Kingland Racetrack near Lexington, and it has a 6,635-square-foot home on it with six bedrooms, six full bathrooms, and a four-car garage. It also has two barns with 12 stalls and five paddocks. So if you're looking for a horse farm, Betty Sue's Family Farm near Lexington, Kentucky, a 42-acre property owned by Johnny Depp, could be calling your name. Santa, could I have this for Christmas? I've been a good boy. And my name's John, kind of like Johnny Depp's. <laughs> I don't think I can afford it. This is a cool story. Coming from the home of George Washington, our first president. Do you know the name of George Washington's home? You should. Okay, trivia. What's the name of George Washington's home right there on the Potomac River south of Washington, D.C.? Yeah, most of you got it. It's Mount Vernon. Awesome place. Went there last summer with my eight-year-old, who was seven at the time. Had a great time. Went over the ground, saw George Washington's final burial place. And just a true American gem. Well, some students from Ohio went on a field trip to Mount Vernon this week. And they were all interested in archaeology. And they were allowed to go on the property and do some digging. And they discovered on Mount Vernon's property a 6,000-year-old axe. And these 14 students and four teachers from Archbishop Hoban High School, man, what a great discovery. Now, according to the report that I'm reading, the axe was found along the ridgeline of Mount Vernon's Black Cemetery, I guess where the slaves that worked at Mount Vernon during George Washington's time and it's an area that was also used by communities of Virginia Indians dating back 8,000 years. So a, a wonderful discovery. And there's a picture of it that's out there that I don't know how they knew it was a, an axe. It kind of looks like a big rock to me. But sure enough, archaeologists have validated it. And it's a 6,000-year-old axe, 6, axe found at Mount Vernon in Virginia. What a great discovery. See, pay, it pays off. Now, if you're going to be going to the Big Easy sometime soon, we've got the story for you because NOLA.com has just released its top 10 New Orleans restaurants for 2019. And I'm not going to bore you with all of the different selections that they have at these restaurants. I'm just going to rattle off the top 10 restaurants according to NOLA.com. That's the website that covers all things New Orleans, N-O-L-A.com. Bayona? 
I hope I hope that I say that right. B a y o n a. It's on Dauphine Street in New Orleans. It's one of the ten. You also have Brennan's. I've heard of Brennan's on Royal Street. You have also Brixton's, which is on Dante Street in New Orleans. Another of the top ten restaurants is Clancy's. Clancy's located located on Annunciation Street in downtown New Orleans. Compierre La Pen. Okay, totally probably butchered that. That also is in the top ten list for New Orleans eateries. eateries. Coquet is also there. You have another one coming up soon called Herb Saint. Hope I said that right. Of course, New Orleans and its French heritage. Some of these words I may be butchering. I apologize. Maypop. That's easy. I know how to pronounce that one. That one's on O'Keefe Avenue in the Big Easy. Paladar 511, a Creole Italian restaurant, made the list. And also Pitch Seafood Grill making the top 10 New Orleans restaurants. And I think that's 10. So there you have it. When you go to New Orleans, hopefully you just took notes. And we have now the top 10 restaurants in the Big Easy if you want to go there for a visit. Make sure you got plenty of money. I'm sure every single one of those is rather pricey. I don't see Popeye's on the list. Popeye's, which was born in New Orleans, didn't make the list of top 10 New Orleans restaurants. But it should have. Okay. Now, speaking of culinary activity, a chef in Charleston, South Carolina, exposed himself at a women-focused party. And he exposed his genitalia and buttocks at an event showcasing women-owned businesses. And now he says he'll seek counseling. And this is Chef Mike Ray. And he's told the local paper that he's always been the life of the party, but he says he realized pulling his pants down didn't go over so well. Around 40 people had gathered Friday at his restaurant, One Broad, for the reception featuring designers and high-end artisan goods dealers. And event organizers say Ray put himself between a camera and three women before dropping his pants to his ankles. He's apologized to the people involved. Hopefully he was under the influence. I don't know. (laughs) This happened at his own restaurant. I guess he thought he could just do anything he wants since it was at his place. Ray announced Monday he's giving up his day-to-day duties at One Broad and Normandy Farm Bakery. The local police there, the Charleston Police Force, is investigating. But yeah, this is a high-end place. And this very, I mean, in a place like New Orleans and Charleston, chefs are kind of a big deal. And here's this guy, Mike Ray, uh, acting like a fool at Ray's One Broad and exposing himself at a party that was going on there. Mm. D-U-M-M. See, you don't have to be smart to be dumb, huh? Okay, does that make sense? Now, here, here's another in the exposure category. This one is not at a high-end Charleston restaurant. This is in Kingsport, Tennessee, and it's at a cookout, which is a wonderful place, by the way. But police in Kingsport say a half-naked woman fell twice through a restaurant ceiling and landed in its kitchen. <laughs> 26-year-old Harley C. Morton was arrested this week on charges including trespassing and disorderly conduct. A police report says a cookout employee called 911 when the naked bottom half of a woman dropped through the ceiling tiles. It says a responding officer found her wallet with her ID on the restaurant's roof, and police say she may have gotten to the ceiling through an air conditioning unit. It says Morton fell through the ceiling again while the officer was on the roof. 
It says she landed on the floor and was arrested by other officers. I hope the woman is okay, okay? First off, that she's not really hurt. But Harley Morton in Kingsport, half-naked, falling through a ceiling into a cookout restaurant. Uh, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, people. That's why we read these headlines every day. You just never know what you're going to find. Well, we know what you're going to find next on the Y'all Show. General Gridiron is coming up, and he's got the whole take on Saturday's Gridiron action in college football, Alabama and LSU, Georgia and Kentucky, and much more. That's up next here on the Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. (sighs) Moving expenses. (sighs) There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. This here is the story of Lawrence, who always wanted to play pro football. His parents supported his love of the game, sent him to special camps, and then in college, pro scouts came to a bunch of games where Lawrence was playing the trumpet at halftime. Yeah, Lawrence was never that good at football, gave up by the time he got to college. But he also learned how Geico could save him a lot of money on car insurance, so he switched and saved. So, this here story has a happy ending after all. Welcome back into Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent with John Rawl. Our number 803-816-1170. Texas, we'd love to hear from you. Well, the drama at the University of Maryland continues. The university announced this week that the head football coach would be reinstated. And then a day later, because of all the pressure, they ended up firing him. And now on Thursday, the chair of Maryland's Board of Regents, James T. Brady, has resigned effective immediately. And this follows the firing of D.J. Durkin just the day before. So complete mayhem at the University of Maryland after all the problems following the death of a player earlier in the year. Rodney Anderson is a player for the Oklahoma Sooners, but he has announced that he's leaving school to focus on preparing 
for the NFL draft. This is a running back. He's had a pretty decent season, but leaving already to go prepare for the NFL. Anderson is currently rehabbing from a season-ending knee injury he suffered September 8th against UCLA. It was his third season-ending injury of his college career. I, I, I don't know how he's going to make it in the NFL with three injuries in college. Maybe there's a chance he could make it on some kind of roster, but you would think that all those injuries would certainly hamper his success on the next level. Rodney Anderson, no longer an Oklahoma Sooner, trying to make it in NFL world. We had some college football action last night, a close game in Orlando, at least for most of the game. But in the end, the number 12 UCF Knights prevail over Temple, 52-40. to You had Northern Illinois topping Akron, 36-26. And the Ohio Bobcats knocked off Western Michigan, 59-14. Tonight in college football, a couple of games of note. The Pitt Panthers are at Virginia. Western Kentucky is in Murfreesboro to take on the MTSU Blue Raiders at Floyd Stadium. Colorado is playing at Arizona. And, of course, tomorrow that's going to be tons of good stuff around college football. The big one in Death Valley. The big one at Kroger Field in Lexington. And much, much more. General Gridiron is here to tell you all about it. Enjoy his predictions. The Field Marshal of football forecasting right now on y'all. Welcome into the bunker of General Gridiron. Field Marshal of football forecasting. We're about to map out the way this college football weekend is going to go. Will your favorite team be marching to victory, or will the enemy be taking your battle flag? Welcome to the first weekend of November. Yes, the finish line for college football is definitely in sight. Teams are reaching deep to get that last reservoir of might to end up in the winner's circle. Is your team one of them? To find out, grab your helmet and man those battle stations We're ready for the Week 10 round of General Gridiron's football foretelling. West Virginia at Texas. The shoot-ourselves-in-the-foot Big 12 is back. The Horns looked like a real contender until the mullet man whacked them silly last Saturday in Stillwater. And the Nears, well, they're still in shock over their drubbing and aims. The loudmouth Longhorns will pack the 40 acres on a scenic Saturday in the capital city. Thoughts of that tumultuous trek to Oakey Light will be a distant memory as Tom Herman's men will get her done like they have most of the season. Austin City Limits outplays this West Virginia country road. The Generals' victor, Texas. South Carolina at Mississippi. Coach Will Muschamp and the University of South Carolina are tailgating in the Grove for the first time since the 2008 season. With the SEC's current rotation of scheduling opponents from the opposite division, it's a dang shame that two flagship universities from the same conference have to wait 11 years to play. Last Saturday night, the Cox were able to hold on in a win against the Vols, and now they've got to start crowing at the crack of dawn with the 11 a.m. central kick. The fighting fake fish of Mississippi are kind of used to that brunch start. It's kind of a tradition. But Bloody Marys and Bacon Grits don't go well with a gaggle of Gamecocks Hungry for a road win. The Generals' victor, South Carolina. Notre Dame at Northwestern. 1988 was the last year the Leprechauns took the national championship trophy. Coach Brian Kelly's 2012 ball club went all the way to the natty, but were dismantled by the Tide 42-14. Is this the year Irish fans have been seeking for at least six years, but more like 30? In this Battle of Chicago, The Catholics have a tough challenge with a streaking horde of cats that would love nothing more than to derail their midway mate's dreams. 
Methinks there's something in that Lake Michigan water that'll have Charlton Heston's alma mater putting up another Oscar performance this weekend. The Generals' victor in an upset, Northwestern. Syracuse at Wake Forest, number 22. That would be the Syracuse football team's spot in this week's AP College Football Poll. Congrats to Upstate New York's football team for getting ranked for the first time since 2001. Their Big East partner Miami finished 12-0 and number one that season. The Q's sails to Tobacco Road with the wind at their back. The Deeks had hoped this season would be the continuation of Dave Clawson's ousting of Wake's sinful past on the gridiron. But the good book's latest chapter and verse has fans in Winston-Salem searching for another baptism of hope. The Generals' victor, Syracuse. California at Washington State. Election 2018. And the hippies of Berkeley are clamoring to the polls, hoping to knock off the old-fashioned rural lifestyle of the Palouse. Cal and Wazoo ain't exactly the perfect match in the Pac-12 North. Throw in the Pirate, the fact that the Cougs are ranked 8th in the land, and you've got one heck of a contest Saturday night. Mike Leach's mustachioed Mississippi QB will deep-fry the Bears like a mess of catfish and hush puppies, then pour on the points like delicious sweet iced tea. No problem inside Martin Stadium this week, fellas. The Generals' victor, Washington State. Ahead on General Gridiron. The Ivy League's been playing college football since the beginning of the sport, 1869. And perhaps that Brainiac League's biggest contest takes place this weekend, Dartmouth's at Princeton. Also, the SEC West will likely be won on a Saturday night in Death Valley. We'll tell you the winners. Keep it locked here on General Gridiron. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. This here is the story of Lawrence, who always wanted to play pro football. His parents supported his love of the game, sent him to special camps, and then in college. Pro scouts came to a bunch of games where Lawrence was playing the trumpet at halftime. Yeah, Lawrence was never that good at football, gave up by the time he got to college. But he also learned how Geico could save him a lot of money on car insurance, so he switched and saved. So, this here story has a happy ending after all. Howdy, soldiers. This is General Gridiron back with you. Each week, this fabulous football forecast is heard on some of the best radio stations in cities and towns across the South. In the Palmetto State's capital city and the home of the Gamecocks, the Dove 1620 in Columbia, South Carolina. And WTJS FM 93.1 Jackson, Tennessee, the talk of Jackson. We appreciate all of our radio affiliates. Now, let's get back into the football fight. Penn State at Michigan. This top 15 matchup in the big house is getting lost in the shuffle of what's happening down in the SEC this weekend. But make no mistake, Coach James Franklin specialized in stealing thunder away from that conference during his time skippering the Music City Commodores, and he's itching for an encore. His Nittany Lions have had a hard time in Happy Valley, but lucky for them, the road bags are packed 
and they're aiming to make the season relevant again. UM's Shea Patterson, a former SEC signal caller, has been living in high cotton since week one. But bad news, Shea. The cotton's getting picked in Ann Arbor Saturday by a brigade of football players wearing spotless cotton white unis. The Generals' victor in an upset, Penn State. Georgia at Kentucky. When will the nightmare end? (laughs) Nightmare, you ask? Yes, Kentucky fans have been led to the edge so many times, thinking a ladder would be there to keep them on an upward trend. And not surprisingly, the quantitative facts state a cliff is the only thing UK ends up going over this time of year. But something's a little different at Crokerville with Mark Stoops comfortably in control in 2018. He's got one heck of a run game. He can pass when needed, and luck has been kind, too. Can that all add up to a win over Georgia and the program's first berth in the SEC championship game? Kirby Smart and the Dogs ain't having no wildcat derail their march back to the ATL. The Generals' victor, Georgia, and a super-duper close one. Dartmouth at Princeton. For just the sixth time in Ivy League history, two undefeated teams beat this late in the season. Both the Big Green and Tigers have matching 7-0 overall records and 4-0 marks in the Ivy. Princeton helped start this thing we call college football when they suited up for a game in 1869 against Rutgers College. A relative newcomer, the Dartmouth Indians' first game was played in 1881, the year President James A. Garfield was shot by an assassin. This 2018 colossal matchup in Jersey is worth your taking time out of the big boys to see how cool the sport of college football really is, from the SEC to the Ivy. The Generals' victor, Keggy the Keg, is triumphant. Dartmouth. Oklahoma at Texas Tech. Another Big 12 gobbledygook of a matchup. The fans of OU are still scratching their heads at head coach Lincoln Riley's answer this week to whether he will abandon ship and head to the NFL one day. Surely not for the Cleveland Browns. Riley's fellow pretty boy, fratastic coach on the opposite sideline, won't be courted by the pros anytime soon. In fact, he's lucky to have weathered more than one West Texas twister of a season. This early November offensive display will go the way of the wagon wheel. The Generals' victor, Oklahoma. And now the big one, Alabama at LSU. Tuesday night's big CFP reveal, Alabama number one, LSU number three. And these two SEC West foes are set for a cage fight. Perhaps college football's most colorful skipper, Ed Orgeron, beats up with the most boring man in America, Nick Saban. Now that's the makings of one heck of a mashup. Both squads took a breather last weekend, so they should be good to go during this Saturday night in Death Valley. LSU wants to, needs to, beat Bama. Do so, and the season could end with a big old trophy along the bayou. But no amount of energy drink can get the fiery Cajun prepared to lead his troops to a win against Mr. Saban even though they're cooking up their best boudin. The Generals' victor, number one Alabama. We've already looked at the weekend's biggest battles across the nation, but hang on to your helmet. There's more around the corner. We'll be back in just a sec to wrap up this week's General Gridiron with our rapid-fire picks. I can't believe it. That we're playing 4-4 four four basketball with a barbershop quartet? Pass the ball, pass the rock. We're open, just pass the ball. No, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with GEICO. 
Believe it, Geico could save you 15% or more on car insurance. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. This is General Gridiron back with you. We've already maneuvered through this weekend's frontline college football showdowns. Now, it's time to fix bayonets and storm the field with our rapid-fire football forecast. Iowa whips Purdue. Clemson, no contest, against Louisville. Ohio State best Nebraska. Boston College blast Virginia Tech. Oregon gets the W versus UCLA. Fresno State licks UNLV. Michigan State maneuvers over Maryland. Baylor Bear Claws Oklahoma State. Duke bedevils Miami. Army marches past Air Force. Memphis leaves East Carolina singing the blues. Washington cuts down Stanford. Georgia Tech stings North Carolina. Texas A&M with the road win at Auburn. NC State rebounds against Florida State. Florida flummoxes Missouri. Tennessee two steps past UNC Charlotte. Utah State plows over Hawaii. Houston wins big at SMU. And Mississippi State knocks Louisiana Tech out with a cowbell assault. Well, troops, you can now put your swords back in their scabbards. We're all out of picks on this week's edition of General Gridiron. We'll be back again next week. Same General Gridiron time, same General Gridiron station. Please don't forget to tune us in on the radio, Facebook, YouTube TV, and on the Y'all Show, the hottest talk show in the South. And don't forget to tell your friends all about the show. Just search for General Gridiron. This is John Rawl, the General of Gridiron Glory, thanking you for letting me be a part of your weekend. General Gridiron is a production of CRM Sports. For more, log on to crmsports.com. That'll be all. General, 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 thank you, sir. We appreciate your great prognostication of how things are going to go tomorrow. Coming up next on the Y'all Show, we'll have a rewind to Thursday's Y'all Show. We'll talk pumpkins with the Rock Ranch in Georgia. That's up next. Stay with us. Welcome back to the final segment of this first hour of the Friday, y'all, with your host, John Rawl. Well, we had Halloween Wednesday, and I'm sure you got loaded up with great candy, and you're probably tired of looking at that pumpkin. It might even be getting really old. You're ready to get rid of it. Don't do that. Don't go throw it in a trash can. There's a better way, and that way is the Rock Ranch in The Rock, Georgia. That's about oh, an hour south of Atlanta or so. This week we had Adam Pugh from the Rock Ranch come on, and they are hosting the National Pumpkin Destruction Day tomorrow, and it is an awesome event, and Adam's going to tell us all about it here in our Friday Rewind. We're going to play a portion of our great interview we had earlier in the week here on the Y'all Show. 
Happy National Pumpkin Destruction Day to you. Absolutely. It's a fun time of the year. We're real excited about it. So this is a, a legitimate national holiday now. It's, <laughs> it's something that, that we invented. So it's fun times. Yeah, well, I'm excited. Now tell us about the Rock Ranch. That is an organization and a place that you represent. What is that? And it looks like you do something besides just destroy pumpkins there. Yes, sir. So we uh, we're a fifteen hundred acre cattle ranch and uh, and family destination. So we started back in nineteen eighty nine. Truett Cathy, the founder of Chick Fil A, purchased this property to be a foster home for kids, and we still are a foster home location. We've got two foster homes on the property that are part of the Windshape Foundation. Uh, we were the first property purchased uh, to for that purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're now 13 foster homes. And so Truett realized that there were a bunch of good kids that just didn't have a, a real good parental situation. They just needed somebody to love them and, and give them a good example. And so these kids, uh, you know, they're different colors, different DNA, but they all call each other mom, dad, brother, sister. And their parents are, that's their job is to be full-time parents. And um, this is a forever home. So when they get 18, they don't age out. This this is grandma and grandpa, you know, when, when they grow up and have kids. So really neat program. And, and we evolved from that origin back in 1989 to to be good stewards of this land and share it with as many people as we can. And and so our, our, our purpose statement is uniting families with the land and each other. So we want to connect them back to, to agriculture, to, to our roots, to get them out in the country for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to say we're an hour from everywhere. So we're an hour from Atlanta. We're an hour from Macon, Warner Robins, and we're an hour from Fort Benning and Columbus, Georgia, uh, and other, you know, South Atlanta uh, suburbs like Noonan and McDonough and uh, Fayetteville. Right. Um, so, you know, we want to get people to come out here and spend time with us. So, so we do big public festivals. We do educational school field trips where we teach them curriculum-based uh, programming where we kind of trick them into learning a little something while they're having fun. And it, just like we trick families into exercising a little bit while they're having fun. Uh, and then we also do big company picnics and, and corporate events. Uh, we've done, you know, seminars and and conferences and and we've we've filmed a movie out here before we've done steve harvey's national mentorship camp for boys the last couple years so we just try to be creative and use this property to do the most good for the most people um it's it's just a place for families and we just want to share it with folks you know teach them and 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 create lifelong memories and that's kind of how pumpkin destruction day came about uh back in 2007 we, we had a pumpkin patch and, uh, and we didn't sell about half of our pumpkins in our pumpkin patch. We were, we were kind of early on in our, in our family entertainment operation. That was, uh, we, we started what we call fall family fun days, which is a, a fall festival every Saturday with a specific theme, uh, in 2006. And, and so 07, a lot of people didn't know about us and, and a lot of people would argue that we're still a, a best kept secret hidden gem and, and we're, we're trying hard to let people know that we're here so they can come see us. But uh, anyway, that, that half, half a pumpkin patch of pumpkins, we wanted to, to be good stewards of that as well. We didn't want to just throw them in the dump. Mm-hmm. We wanted to teach people that it's, it's, uh, it's good stewardship to, to compost things and, and keep things out of the landfill. Uh, and, and so, uh, I talked to Jeff Manley, our general manager. I'm, I'm the number two guy. I'm in charge of all the fun. I'm operations and marketing. Hey, I want, here. I want your job. <laughs> I hear you, man. So it's fun times. And, um, 
so we, we kind of, I pitched an idea to him. I said, Hey, what, you know, we have a hard time keeping people from smashing these pumpkins when we're trying to sell them, you know, kids trip on them, sit on them, kick them, pick them up and drop them. But why don't we have a whole festival and just have fun smashing them? Just invite people to come out. We're going to compost them anyway. Let's bust them up a little bit and teach people about composting a little bit and, and let them have fun smashing them. And so, uh, 2007, we did that. And every year since then, uh, it, it, it has grown, and uh, about six years ago, a group out of New York called Chase's Calendar of Events, they kind of have created a publication that serves as the, uh, the the master list of all the obscure holidays, you know, like Hot Chocolate Day and, and Administrative Assistance Day and you know, all the different holidays that, that you hear about. Uh, and they designated the Saturday after Halloween as National Pumpkin Destruction Day. And so now... Uh, not only we are, are having fun with this, but there are at least you know, 15 or 20 other farms uh, that, that do what we do, agritourism, agriculture and tourism, um, that are celebrating Pumpkin Destruction Day. And, and so it's a lot of fun. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's cool because you get to go smash stuff and who doesn't like that? Um, but it's also, you know, good stewardship because just here at the rock ranch we kept 6600 pumpkins out of the landfills last year and if you multiply that by 15 or 20 you know we're making a little bit of a of an impact uh in in terms of uh, you know recycling something and instead of uh, just throwing it in the in the in the trash wow we're visiting with adam Pugh of the rock ranch you can go to the website therockranch.com and learn more about how this place does an amazing job in georgia they're near Thomaston, Georgia. Thomaston is what an hour you said south of Atlanta, kind of uh, south That's right. southwest of Atlanta, Thomaston, Georgia. Don't be confused with Thomasville, Georgia. Thomasville is almost in Florida, and it's not Thompson, Georgia, near Augusta. It's Thomaston, Georgia, and that's where The Rock is located. Although The Rock is a real place, do y'all have a post office? The Rock, Georgia post office. We do have a post office. How about that? There's a it's a it's a neat piece of our history, uh, how we got that name. But it we were our town is named after a, a rock. And uh, <laughs> back in the early eighteen uh, hundreds, a, a fella started uh, started getting mail delivered to a hole in a rock by the stagecoach and the train, and that grew. And about four counties would come to the rock by horse and buggy to get their mail. And but we do have a post office. It's a it's a unique little spot, and. Um, you know, it's 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 a neat neat piece of country. We're right smack in the middle of Georgia. We're we're exit two hundred one off I seventy five. Okay. Um, but it, and it's easy for folks to get to and, and spend the whole day. And and typically you can come and spend, you know, eight ten hours here and and not not do everything. So we that's what intentionally we've tried to to develop uh, that type of uh, of an experience where you can come and uh, have fun with your family all day long. That was a lot of fun talking to Adam Pugh of The Rock Ranch in The Rock, Georgia, about an hour southwest of Atlanta, not far from Macon either, kind of near Columbus, Georgia too, kind of in a no man's land there south of Atlanta. Well, that will conclude hour one of today's show. When we come back in hour two, we'll start it off with David Lee Murphy music, as we always do. We'll throw in another good track for you to enjoy on a Friday. And then we'll have hashtag hullabaloo. We'll take a look at Sunday's NFL action. And from Dixie with Love, we'll close out the show for the week. So that's ahead. Don't go anywhere. This is the Y'all Show. 
Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com promo code 4646. Avant.com code 4646. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth, you have 14 login passwords, and you can't remember any of them. Doug 1, Doug 2, Doug is awesome. Doug is awesome, 1, 2, 3. Truth, it's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com. Doug is super cool, ampersand, underscore, exclamation point, exclamation point, 1985. Knew it. GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Playing David Lee Murphy music is our Friday ritual here on the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Enjoy track number one, Party Crowd. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart that she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights Misery looking for some company And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming it back and laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick the blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over Looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on me tomorrow Wherever I wake up I'll look back and try to recall Just where the heck's my truck So take my keys and lock them up tight And let the good times flow I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light The night's still young and I'm on the road tonight I'm looking for a party cry Slamming them back and laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick and blues can't hang around 
Like you just don't care if they're dancing over here or fighting over there, listening to the y'all show. That's right, it's our 100th episode on a Friday. We're glad you tuned in, and I know I'm not a very good singer, but that's okay. Okay, enough of that. Welcome back to the Y'all Show. David Lee Murphy music here. And yes, it is our 100th show. Thank you for tuning us in on great stations across Dixie. And it is a party. And we have our Friday afternoon ritual where we do play David Lee Murphy tunes. And we've got another song that's coming up in just a minute after this next David Lee Murphy song that is a throwback to 1980. And a guy that's really kind of more of a blues rock singer than a country singer. You may know who I'm talking about. He's got a big birthday this weekend. That's up after this song from David Lee Murphy, Dust on the Bottom. Trio Williams, they lived down a dirt road. They made homemade wine like nobody I know. I dropped by one Friday night and said, can you help me, Creole? I got a little girl waiting on me and I want to trade her right here. Got what you need, son, as we step down in the cellar. He reached through the cobweb as he turned on the light. He said, There might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about what's inside. There might be a little dust on the bottom, but it's one of those things that gets sweeter with time. You were sitting in the Swing as I pulled up the driveway. My old heart was racing as you climbed inside. You stayed over there close as we drove down to the lake road. Watched the sun fade in that big red sky. I reached under the front seat and said, Now here's something special. It's just been waiting for a night like tonight. Oh, it might be. A little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool you About what's inside It might be A little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things That gets sweeter with time 
Free for y'all, our montage of awesome music from DLM. And that was the follow-up to Party Crowd, Dust on the Bottle. And we get you in the right mood for the weekend here on Fridays on this all-Southern show. Well, I worked in Nashville many years back in the 1990s and still pop in there on a regular basis. And this guy that we're about to play the next song for is a Nashville resident. But his music isn't per se country i don't know what you'd call it it's just truly original and it's truly southern and that's why we are very happy to now play for the first time of the y'all show a song from delbert mcclinton and delbert is turning 78 years old this weekend he's got a birthday on sunday he was born in lubbock texas in 1940 and then moved to fort worth as a youngster and then got into the blues and the playing, and it just has an incredible voice, and actually learned how to play the harmonica, and it was in the 1960s that he actually helped John Lennon. He, he showed him a few pointers on how to play a, a harmonica, and he, of course, just has had mild success through the years, but really is just, just an unusual but cool act, and he had a big song in 1980 that we're about to play. His only chart success of note in country music was from a duet he did with Tanya Tucker back in 1993, Tell Me About It. It went to number four on the country music chart, and that was a great song. I still enjoy loving to hear that. And Delbert, as he always does, just does an unbelievable job. First album from Delbert was called Delbert and Glenn. It came out in 1972. The first album that had some good sales success was Love Rustler in 77. And in 1980, he had a song out that was a pretty big hit on the pop chart. It rose to number eight on the pop chart from the album The Jealous Kind. Giving it up for your love. This was Delbert's biggest hit. Maybe he's still got some more left in him. But to date, this is his biggest song ever in his music career that stretches back to the 1960s. Enjoy this on a Friday afternoon. For your love, everything. Giving it up for your love right now. Giving it up for your love, I said everything. Giving it up for your love right now, right now. My heart is aching for you. I can't stand you. I need your loving in my soul. I'm giving it up for your love. I'm giving it up for your love 
awesome sound of Delbert McClinton here on the Y'all Show. Again, he turned 78 on Sunday, this Texan who was inducted into the Texas Heritage Songwriters Hall of Fame back in 2011 and resides in Nashville but goes all over the world still playing and and performing and and just is a a really cool cucumber. Delbert McClinton, glad to have him as part of our Friday montage of great music. And Delbert, happy birthday. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we'll have hashtag hullabaloo here on our 100th edition of the Y'all Show. We've got some good stuff there. We're going to give it up. We're giving it up for y'all and for your love here on the Y'all Show with John. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <laughs> Moving expenses? There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. This here is the story of Lawrence, who always wanted to play pro football. His parents supported his love of the game, sent him to special camps, and then in college, pro scouts came to a bunch of games where Lawrence was playing the trumpet at halftime. 
Yeah, Lawrence was never that good at football. Gave up by the time he got to college. But he also learned how Geico could save him a lot of money on car insurance. So he switched and saved. So, this here story has a happy ending after all. Back on the Friday Hour 2 edition of Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent with John Rawl. On Twitter, you can find us at Y'all Show. And each day when our show is released on the World Wide Web, we will tweet out a link to the show. So we do the hard work for you. It will come straight to your Twitter account with the link. And you will always know when we have a fresh, hot new show right off the press. The Y'all Show, talking about the South. Here on the Y'all Show, we have hashtag Hullablue, where we dive into social media madness. And it is a mad, mad world out there in social media. And we're just glad that we can find some stuff that we can bring to you, maybe put a smile on your face. I did not find this on someone's Twitter account. I think I got it from Facebook. But I it, it caught my eye that there would be such an event like this in the South, and, and I wouldn't know about it. They're going to take my stripes away from me. I can no longer be the general of Dixie if I don't know about things like this. But this this Facebook post said, just got a new hat from Rock Creek Boutique, and I love it. They will be set up with us at the Fried Chicken Festival this weekend and have lots of other super cute stuff. And I was blown away. Uh, first of all, this, uh, this festival, when I did research, has already happened, so you can't go to it this weekend. Unfortunately... The best you can do this weekend might be what we heard earlier in the show, the National Pumpkin Destruction Day taking place in The Rock, Georgia tomorrow. Okay, that's the best you can do. No fried chicken festival, at least that I'm aware of. Now, what I discovered in our crack research team here at the Y'all Show discovered, there's actually more than one fried chicken festival going on in the South right now. You know, we love our fried chicken. Yes, we do. And baked chicken's okay, too. But we really love fried chicken. And... From what I can gather from this tweet, this was the Atlanta Chick Fest 2018. It's a fried chicken festival that happened early October at Candler Park in Atlanta. So all of you Georgia folks may know about this Chick Fest that happened, the fried chicken festival at Candler Park. But I'm circling that date on my calendar, and next year I won't be blindsided, and I'll know all about the Atlanta Fried Chicken Festival and I, I think I found one going on somewhere around New Orleans, too. They have some kind of fried chicken festival there. And I know not far from my hometown is a poultry festival. But that's not necessarily fried chicken. It celebrates all chicken because it's a big chicken-producing town in Leesville, South Carolina, home of the South Carolina Poultry Festival. But, yes, poultry, big deal, and some places have festivals. But here, at least in Georgia, they have the Fried Chicken Festival the ATL Chick Fest, and it brings in not only chicken lovers, but it looks like the boutique went there too, the Rock Creek Boutique, and I think they're out of Birmingham. Need to look them up, perhaps do a feature on them sometime. Now to some GIFdom. Y'all ready for some good GIFs that I stole off the World Wide Web? All right, well, this one is religious in nature, but I thought it was pretty cool and worth, worth a look. It's a GIF with a cross in the background. And the big word there in this GIF is divorced. And as a divorcee, I'm, I'm kind of sensitive to 
to that word, but it says, you must be divorced from your sin or you cannot be married to Christ. Okay. I'll leave that there. But yeah, it's hard to be committed to Christ if you continue to be a a constant sinner. We all sin. But if you get into the pattern where you uh, sins like your normal way of doing things, yeah, that's not good. And, and that's not what Christ and God, they want from you. So the GIF again, you must be divorced from your sin or you cannot be married to Christ. All right. Now, from religion to another form of religion in air quotes, and that would be college football. We got a big one going on. This weekend in Baton Rouge is number one Alabama takes on number three LSU. And General Gridiron, that that son of a gun, (laughs) told us all about that matchup in hour one of today's show. And in case you missed it, he's going with the favorite. He's going with the visiting team this weekend. So to save you the agony of not knowing, General Gridiron says the victor will be Bama. But I found a gif that I just had to share with you and it's hard to read this one after reading what I just read about divorce and and Christ but I'll do my best Lord please forgive me I am a sinner no doubt about it but this is a gif of people that are obviously not from America they look like they may be from India and it looks like it's one of them's a veterinarian and he is looking in the posterior of an elephant and he's got his hazmat suit on Probably given birth. I mean, I guess that's how elephants pop out babies, is in the posterior. So it looks like this vet from India or someplace in that part of the world is trying to help an elephant give birth. So you've got that visual image in your head, right? Okay. But here's the text that goes above this vet looking inside an elephant's posterior. It says, rare photo of ESPN analyst interviewing Nick Saban. <laughs> you think they're they're all Saban lovers at ESPN? I, I don't see how you can't be a Saban lover if you're in the media because the guy will absolutely crucify you if you are on his team. I mean, he, he he's a he's a jerk. But when you win as many national championships as he does, I guess you kind of can be. He's a guy that never smiles. He might get a little bit of a smile when they win a national championship for about two minutes. And he's on to the next one. I don't I don't know. I mean, maybe he's just a really cool guy. But at least from what I see, and I, I'm going to go on a limb and say, I think that's how most Americans see Nick Saban. He's not a real fun guy, okay? Now, Ed Orgeron, Coach O, go Tigers, go Tigers. Now, that's a fun guy right there. But Nick Saban, Nicky, no, 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 no. But, hey, he wins. And that's what they, – they don't, they don't have him in Tuscaloosa – to be a spokesperson for the university and go around and raise a lot of money. He raises money and represents Alabama because he's a championship coach. And boy, is he. But ESPN, yeah, they definitely aren't afraid to kiss up to Coach Saban. And what a fun gif there. Now, here's another fun gif. And we'll go to Charleston, Mississippi, and its most famous resident. Do y'all know who lives in Charleston, Mississippi? Tallahatchie County, Mississippi. It would be a guy named Morgan Freeman. Yeah, that Morgan Freeman, the actor. It's his home area, and that's where he chooses to live, in North Mississippi, in Tallahatchie County. He's got a nice little farm just outside of Charleston. 
goes around the area. You'll see him in Clarksdale. You'll see him in Oxford from time to time. He he has a good time when he's not busy filming movies. And frankly, he may not be doing as many movies now because he's he's kind of been put in the Me Too movement too. Now he he kind of he kind of got a little bit of a pass, but sure enough, he was brought out in the whole Me Too movement. Not as bad as others, but yeah, it, it may be a little bit harder for him to get a, a role. But he's in about a hundred roles a year. I mean, there, this guy is a hard worker and has done quite well for a Mississippi guy. But Morgan Freeman, here's a gif of him, a nice headshot of him. But this gif has the following words. I'm Morgan Freeman, and I'm wishing you a happy birthday. That's not funny, but that's not all of the gif. The bottom part underneath Morgan's face. So the top part says, I'm Morgan Freeman, and I'm wishing you a happy birthday. The bottom part says, and you just read that in my voice. <laughs> now, that's funny, because you got to give Morgan Freeman credit. He's got a heck of a voice. I wish I had that voice. And oddly enough, Morgan Freeman is from Charleston, Mississippi. Well, about 30 miles, maybe 40 miles up the road. You go through Panola County, and you get to Tate County, and that would be Arkabutla, Mississippi, and you'd find their native son, James Earl Jones. This is CNN. I think they still use that. But yeah, of course, he was in Star Wars and James Earl Jones. What a, what a voice. And these two guys, and by the way, James Earl's 87 years old. Morgan Freeman is now 81 years old. I don't think Jones lives in Mississippi, but Morgan Freeman still calls Tallahatchie County in Charleston his, his home away from home. His real home is a movie set. But yeah, he... Very active, and these two guys represent Mississippi quite well. Cheryl Loudermilk is on Twitter, and she's an Alaskan living in South Dakota. And she says they are both beautiful in their own way, quiet and beautiful. And she's a retired social worker. Now, we don't talk about Alaska all that much, but I've never been there. And I'm sure what she just said is absolutely true. It, it probably is a very beautiful place. And she says she lives in South Dakota, and I've never been there. I'm sure that's a very lovely place. And she's right on what she said, both quiet and beautiful, okay? I'll give you the quiet for sure. I don't know of any sizable town in either one of those states. I guess Anchorage is maybe the biggest town in any of those areas. You don't see all that often native Alaskans moving away from Alaska. So it must be really a great place to be from because they they usually you don't usually find somebody down here in the south Hey, where are y'all from? Y'all move in here from Ohio or Pennsylvania like all these other Yankees? No, nah, we're from Juneau. I've never, never had that happen. So I, I, I guess she wanted to, to come to the lower 48. So kudos to you, Cheryl. But on Twitter this week, she wrote, at Al Roker, the guy from NBC, at Al Roker, LOL, loving the bless your heart, hashtag Southern. Now, I don't know what Al Roker said. I thought the only thing he said funny on there was, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. He always does that on Fridays when he's giving his weather forecast for Sunday. And that's always fun. Now, he was in the news this week, but not for saying bless your heart. Al, well, maybe he didn't make the best decision in his Halloween costume as he found himself having to defend his choice of his costume this year. He dressed up as Emmett Doc Brown from the Back to the Future movies. And Doc Brown is a white character. 
And he chose to wear this after all the blackface flap that had been going on in NBC after former co-host of today, Megan Kelly, was let go from that show after some of the comments she made about blackface. Now, Roker, from what I saw, didn't put on a white face, but he was dressed as a white character and caught some grief. I mean, he's a lovable guy. I can't imagine they're going to do anything to him. But, yeah, Al Roker in the news. And maybe that's when he said, bless your heart, trying to come into character or perhaps after he had to maybe apologize. I didn't. I really didn't see a follow-up to what Roker did with this character choice. But, yeah, Al Roker. Not from the South that I know of, but but a, a guy beloved in the South. And, and, man, he's been on NBC a long time now, so kudos to you, Mr. Roker. It's Mr. Roker's world on NBC when it comes to weather. Malaya Wallen is on Twitter, and her Twitter account is Crux Delight, K-R-U-X-D-E-L-I-T-E. And she says, be grateful for the day that was given because tomorrow is not granted. Amen to that, Malaya. And she writes... Unsweetened tea is just simply not Southern. Can I get a second on that? Yeah, I I like tea. I don't like sweet tea 100% anymore. I got to have some unsweet tea in there personally, but I can't deal with the unsweet only. You're right. It's not Southern. In fact, I'll I'll say it again. I'll give the folks at Moe's, welcome to Moe's. I'll give them credit. When you go into their restaurants in the devices that serve tea in there that you pour out of they've got one labeled southern and one labeled northern i don't i don't think it's called yankee i think it's called northern tea and the northern is unsweet tea so they they found a creative way to kind of separate the north and south at moe's southwest grill good place moving on to another tweet this from liz taylor no not the famous actress Liz Taylor at Liz Laugh Love. What a great Twitter handle for Liz. And she says she's getting her PhD in forensic psychology. And then she's a lover of all things beauty and makeup. And that's a heck of a way to set this one up. And she writes, I had a delicious barbecue and applesauce brunch with retired nurse 26 at the cutest little hole in the wall in a tiny little town. And she's got at Flat River Cafe tagged in her tweet. Now, I had to do some research. And Flat River Cafe is in Hurdle Mills, North Carolina, about 15 miles west of Roxborough, North Carolina, north of Durham. And it looks like a lovely place, Flat River Cafe. And she said she had the delicious barbecue and applesauce brunch. So when I'm back in that area, which I was there not long ago, I need to get off that interstate and head over to Hurdle Mills, North Carolina, and check out Flat River Cafe with the brunch that they serve. And she said it's the cutest little hole in the wall in a tiny little town. And that's Southern. Thank you, Liz Taylor, for sharing that with us here on the Y'all Show. Now to South Carolina we go, and Awa is on Twitter, at A-W-A underscore D-I-A. And it looks like that Awa is a visual communications major and photographer in Columbia, South Carolina, and a New York native. Well, whoop-dee, all right. Well, Awa has, uh, if this is indeed Awa, your daughter, congratulations. You, you done good. It's a beautiful picture that you took. 
But he's got a beautiful picture of a youngster, maybe about a three-year-old, beautiful young lady. And he's got a lovely little statement by his picture. And it says, they say a father is a daughter's first love. Isn't that sweet? Where's Hallmark when you need them? I don't have a daughter. I've got an eight-year-old son. So I love my son. I couldn't imagine not having him. But I know if I had a daughter, I would be just as much crazy about that kid. Male, female, makes no difference. But, you know, I'm a guy. And and if you're a guy, I guess it's hard to talk about this. But if you're a woman and you did have a relationship with your father growing up, or you still do, there probably is a definite distinction between the camaraderie you have between your dad and your mom. And this guy says, they say a father is a daughter's first love. I mean, the, the women that I know, it, they can get away with murder when it comes to their dad. Their dad does things for them. Treats them like a baby in a good way. I'm not jealous. I'm not a hater. I'm just pointing out facts. And so I just want to say to all the dads who have daughters, treat those girls right and and love them. And if you're a, a lucky lady that's got a, a dad that you're, that you're very close to, call them on the phone when the show ends today and tell them how much you love them. Tell them the y'all show said, you know, this isn't, this isn't Valentine's Day. This may not be their birthday. It may not be Christmas. But it's just a regular old Friday. But that's when it means more, maybe the most. Or do something like someone told me to do one time. And I absolutely took their advice. And I'm so glad I did it. Someone really helped me when I was in college. And offered their home. And I stayed there for two summers. And, and she and I, she was an elderly lady. And she and I became fast friends. She called me. I was her second mother, and and I'd have to call her when I'd drive to Nashville and, and be on the road for 10 hours, and I'd have to call her at like 2.30 in the morning Eastern time when I got back to my home in Nashville just to let her know I made it all right. No blood kin, just a special lady. And someone said, you know, you should write her a letter. I know you've told her this stuff, but you should write her a letter and just tell her how you truly feel. And that'll mean the world to her. And I didn't do that immediately. It took me a couple months. But I finally sat down and wrote a letter. And I mailed it to her. And she was in her 90s. And she really never talked to me about it. And I found out about a year later that she actually did get it. I saw it. And and a lady was living with her at the time and said how much it meant to her that I wrote that letter. But she never brought it up to me, which was a little weird. But it makes such a difference. And sometimes that old form of communication, that letter, especially if it's a genuine, heartfelt token of appreciation, will go a long way. And she died probably a year after I sent that letter. And so I can go to my grave knowing that I truly went above and beyond thanking her for what she meant to me. And honestly, I'm looking at a piece of paper right now. There's other people I need to write a letter to right now. And tell them. But Hazel Lupo. From Marion, South Carolina originally. She was, she, she was born in 1914. She was bit by a rabid dog when she was a little girl. And she had to go through treatments for like a year. And they had to like shoot shots in her belly for a year back in the 1920s when that happened. Just horrible. She hated dogs. But she survived World War II. She worked in the shipyard in Charleston. 
and had a big job there, one of the first women to have an executive job, and just a special lady, and I, I love her, and although she's been gone for about 10 years now, just so thankful to get, you know, to get to know her and, and, and have her be a part of my family, and whether they're living or dead, we can always be grateful for the relationships that the Lord allows us to have, and that was a certain special relationship there, so yes, that was not a father-daughter relationship, but that, that was a special relationship. And just just tell them how you feel. That's that's my point. And finally, just to the south of Charleston, you go down the Atlantic coast, and you'll find Savannah. And in the spirit of Savannah, Georgia, Mandy Peacock is on Twitter. And she's a realtor with Colwell Banker, and she specializes in historical properties. Well, you're in the right spot, Mandy, if you are in Charleston or Savannah. Her passions, other than real estate, are decorating, antiquing, and anything Southern. Well, Mandy, we need to talk. <laughs> here's what she put on Twitter. You gotta love the South. And then she attached a GIF. And here's this GIF that I'm going to read for you here to close up our hashtag hullabaloo for today. If you go to Atlanta, the first question people ask you is, what's your business? In Macon, they ask, where do you go to church? But in Savannah, the first question people ask you is, what would you like to drink? <laughs> Isn't that great? What a great way to end our festive hashtag hullabaloo here on our 100th edition of the Y'all Show. Thank you, Mandy Peacock. I needed that one right there. Well, this is the Y'all Show. When we come back, we'll close up this week's edition of the show with our look ahead to the weekend in sports. We've got brand new movies to tell you about. And our tradition of From Dixie With Love will play us through to the weekend. You're listening to Y'all with John Rawl. Talk with a Southern accent. Are you putting your retirement savings in a 401k, IRA, or investment account? Then I have one word of advice. Stop. Many experts warn of a stock market crash any day now. And if it's anything like the last two crashes, you could lose 50% or more of your hard-earned savings in the Wall Street casino. Can you afford to lose half of your retirement savings again? Hey, you don't have to lose a penny because there's a better, safer way to save for retirement. And you can learn all about it in a free report. This is the report Wall Street and big banks desperately hope you never see. Why? Because this method continues to grow your money even when the market tumbles. It lets you take back control of your money and finances and it gives you penalty free access to your savings plus it beats the pants off any 401k or ira these are uncertain times so get the information you need today to guarantee your retirement security to get this free report go to bankonyourself.com right now that's bankonyourself.com bankonyourself.com i can't believe it that we're playing four and four basketball with a barbershop quartet Pass the ball, pass the rock. We're open, just pass the ball. No, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with Geico. Believe it, Geico could save you 15% or more on car insurance. 
As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. Welcome back as we wrap up our 100th episode of the Y'all Show. Talk with us, Southern Accent, with your host, John Rawl. And we've got a couple of new movies hitting theaters this weekend. We were just talking about, in hashtag hullabaloo, Mr. Charleston, Mississippi himself, Morgan Freeman. Well, we found one movie that he's now appearing in. He, he hasn't been sitting at home in Charleston wondering how much he needs to go out and cut grass. Morgan was busy as his new movie is out. The Nutcracker and the Four Realms. And this is an adventure fantasy movie that also stars Mackenzie Foy, Kira Knightley, and Helen Mira. Is it Dame Helen Mira, I think, her, her name or something like that? Yes, The Nutcracker and the Four Realms out this weekend. Bohemian Rhapsody is a biography drama out, and it co-stars Rami Malik, who I loved in the Pacific series on HBO, and that's out this weekend. And finally, the comedy Nobody's Fool hits theaters this weekend, and that has Whoopi Goldberg as one of the stars, as well as Tiffany Haddish, Haddish the lady that's been in a bunch of movies and TV shows of late. And those are some of the movies out this weekend in theaters. To pro football we go, and there was a game played last night at Levi's Stadium, and San Francisco dominated their Bay Area rival as they knocked off the Oakland Raiders 34-3, big win for the Gold Nation there. Now, Sunday's lineup includes Chicago at Buffalo, the Kansas City Chiefs, who are looking very impressive to start the season. They are at the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns bringing in an interim coach for this game. The New York Jets play the Miami Dolphins in a rivalry game this weekend. The Detroit Lions are at Minnesota. The Falcons travel to Washington in a NFC battle. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are at Carolina. The Pittsburgh Steelers are at Baltimore. The Houston Texans ride into Denver for a game this weekend. The Los Angeles Chargers are at Seattle. The Los Angeles Rams play at New Orleans. And the Sunday night game is the Green Bay Packers at Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. The Monday night NFL game this week features the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Tennessee Titans at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington. And that is your Week 9 schedule for NFL. Well, golf, we've got some golf news as the PGA Tour's brand new season got underway this week in Las Vegas. And Peter Uline is in the lead with an 8 under 63. He shot that on Thursday in the Shriners Hospitals for Children Open. Jordan Spieth is in this tournament, and he's three strokes behind the leader in this debut tournament 
for the year. So good to hear that golf is back up and going for the 2018-19 schedule. Now Bryson DeChambeau was in the news as he plans to leave the flagstick in while putting this year. That is a new rule change and he's going to take advantage of this rule where golfers can put on the green and they can leave the flagstick in and unattended the whole time. And many of the professional peers are not sure how they're going to handle this new rule change. DeChambeau, who won four PGA Tour titles and is known for his scientific approach to the game of golf, said at a photo shoot for Golf.com that he plans to leave the flagstick in while putting unless he's at the U.S. Open where the sticks are made of a different material. And I guess he's talking about that, I guess, is the U.S. Open in 2019 at that place in Pennsylvania, around Philadelphia, where they have like the wicker basket, perhaps. That might be what he's referring to, but yeah, uh, it seems a little weird. You know, that's one of the first things as a youngster when you're playing golf, you, you run up there and you take the flag stick out and you lay it down on the green and you putt. Now, the reason this rule change happened, I'm a little surprised it is taking place on the PGA Tour. It's really designed for amateur golf, and it's one of the rule changes to help speed up the game of golf because if you go, if you're playing by yourself, for example, and your ball's way over here, but you got a putt, and the green is a huge green. Well, it takes you 20 seconds, 30 seconds to walk over there, take it out, go back, put it in after you finish putting. And if you've got a, a foursome waiting to you know, get on the green, they're going to be very upset that it's taking time. So this was a change to help speed up the game of golf, which is always a concern. But Bryson DeChambeau, love his hats, love his dress. Kind of a salute to Payne Stewart, his fellow SMU golfer, when he's out there on the tour. And remember, he won two of the tournaments in the playoffs for golf this year. Really should have won the whole darn thing, but he ended up letting Justin Rose find a way to win the PGA FedEx Tour Championship or whatever it was, the $10 million Kahuna. Bryson DeChambeau almost, almost pulled that off. And I like his style of golf. NASCAR boys will be in Bryson DeChambeau's college town there in Texas this weekend, racing at the Texas Motor Speedway as they're winding down the NASCAR season. They'll be in Phoenix, followed by Miami after this weekend. And that will put a wrap on the Y'all Show. Again, thank you for the 100 episodes that we've been able to knock out here on this all-Southern show. Have a great weekend. We will be back here Monday with all the Southern goodness. Until that time, be safe and enjoy from Dixie with love. Salute!
Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer. Go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com promo code 4646. Avant.com code 4646. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth, you have 14 login passwords, and you can't remember any of them. Doug 1, Doug 2, Doug is awesome. Doug is awesome, 1, 2, 3. Truth, it's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com. Doug is super cool, ampersand, underscore, exclamation point, exclamation point, 1985. Knew it. GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.